1: Hey, folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Heidi ho neighbor. And Tim Kalpakis. What is up? And we're your hosts, the Sloppy Boys. Yeah. Yeah, we are. That's that's the best way to put it,
2: Jeff. We're the hosts, the Sloppy Boys. Okay, I like that. Now, did you guys think I was doing a uh, Ned Flanders impression? I thought you were doing a Mr. Wilson impression. Me, too. I was doing Mr. Wilson. I was doing Mr. Wilson. But
3: did you say neighborino, or did you just say Neighbor.
2: I think I just said neighbor. So that's I can't remember that far. That back. is a
3: crucial distinction between the two.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you are hanging out with your friends, like oh, let me do my uh, Flanders impression. If they don't add neighborino, you got to ding them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hate to do it, but I got to ding. I you hate to that. do it. Hell, I got to ding you. The wacky neighbor is. That's a good spot to be in, you know, on one of these Kramer, shows. Everybody, everybody else has to be like kind of normal. Wacky neighbor. Mm-hmm. This would be wacky. He's nuts. He's wild. He wears a different shirt than everyone else. He
3: used to trip me out as a kid uh, thinking about how, like, set-wise, the, the Kramer's apartment really wasn't back there, or Wilson's house really wasn't didn't <laughs> have to be there. You know, because if you don't see it, you don't build it. And uh, I feel like I just plugged in that they, they would build the whole neighborhood of sets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, the post office and the street. From Tim <laughs> Taylor's
2: house all the way out to the end of uh, the Detroit suburbs that he lived in.
3: Yeah, well, you know how uh, method actors will stay in character all day or whatever. I imagine there are some set designers that want to build the whole town. <laughs> Just to Did you ever see Synecdoche, Bufasa.
2: New York? Remember no, that, but that my
3: parents live near Schenectady, New York.
2: Okay. Well, that's right. uh, Synecdoche. They end up doing something like that. Where they build out like a whole city.
1: But it's yeah. worth
2: watching. I don't want to ruin it for you.
1: Is it? I heard it's sad.
2: It's very sad. <laughs> oh, great. Can't wait to watch. It's, uh, who is it? Charlie Kaufman and... It was supposed to be Spike Jones directing but I think he uh opted out and and did the Wild Things movie but uh it started as the two of them trying to make the scariest movie they could think of and it's all about like aging and uh yeah just not having any uh I don't know trying to like get your life to fit into like an art piece or something.
3: Hmm. Now when you say the Wild Things movie you don't mean Wild Things. You don't
2: mean uh
3: you're not talking about Nev Campbell. Mav
2: Campbell's no, 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 no. No, I think he he opted out of the project to watch that movie, but then he wanted to direct <laughs> Where the Wild Things Are. That's where I'm talking Yes, about. that's it. <laughs> he had to build
3: in a, a cold shower after watching a movie, and then uh, hey, it's going to yeah. take a little
2: time.
1: Where the Wild Things Are featuring friend of the pod, James Gandolfini.
3: <laughs> He's in there?
1: Yeah. Yes, he's Maurice. Yeah, he does the
3: voice of the beast. Oh. Is it Maurice?
1: The main beast. Hey, Max. Hey, Max, what are you doing?
3: Yeah, and it's cool that he got to be friend of the pod by being impersonated so accurately. Max. Uh, give me the prescriptions. Yeah, he keeps asking <laughs> Max
1: about his prescriptions.
2: Yeah. Max, give me the prescriptions. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It gets better every time, Mike. Well, it's it's wavering. Max. Hey, Max. Where's Anthony? It's good. <laughs> where's he come? <laughs> It is a good it's good within uh, this moment of time where no one else is doing one in this uh, like little
1: five second window <laughs> hey, best I've heard on the podcast
3: good when good. Gandolfini was still with us and he was still acting I feel like he was the foremost you know at that time. impression of that he, he's uh, the one to
2: be yeah he did the best Tony Soprano impression he owned it Gandolfini did the best Soprano impression so that's why they <laughs> they hired him.
3: That Before they rolled, I think that uh, David Chase would always go over to, to him and be like, hey, could you do your uh, Tony impression?
2: <laughs> for this take. Uh, actually, just do them for all the takes. Okay, in this take, uh, James. Uh, okay, so you don't have the prescriptions and you want to find out where they are. Okay, 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 Chase.
1: Just wear the prescriptions. <laughs> well, you guys want to get into some booze news? news? <laughs> yeah, sure.
3: Hit it! I think honestly, our us just saying do to do may be better than anything anyone sent in. <laughs> Ouch! 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 Ouch.
4: Oh. okay.
1: I'm do, in do, break. Do, do do. Nice. Do 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 do
4: do. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh <laughs> yeah! Do 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 do. do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do.
1: <laughs> it sounds like Apex Twin. It sounds better. <laughs>
0: it's booze <laughs> news, you sloppy bitch.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: love I like when they leave a
2: little treat at the end. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a treat on treat at the end of there. Oh, that was great. Who was that? That
3: well, that was Eric Kang, the Kanger. And, Kanger's uh, back. <laughs> Kanger's back. He Kanger's back in town. He's a very polite guy. He said, "You know what? I've got one on the show before, so make sure everyone else gets their turn." But he, I heard that Amen break in there, and we just had our s- sample episode. Right. So mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta play this thing while well, it's hot. Well, it's on the tip <laughs> of our <tongue. laughs> it's timely. That was it, right? That, that that drum beat is the most popular drum loop in all history.
2: Yeah, I think so. It, um, it, it reminded, that song reminded me of, uh, you were saying Aphex Twin. It reminded me of, uh, Prodigy. the one that's like,
1: come play my game. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, breathe. <laughs> breathe.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta listen to more of that music.
3: <laughs> Do you guys think that the Amen drum break will ever be surpassed by, um, the drum beat that I played on our song, Pass That Doobie? <laughs> Well, how many many times has
2: Pass
1: That Doobie been sampled?
3: Well, we sampled it in Pass That Doobie. (laughs) That's
2: for damn Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, I guess we did. Well, that's one. You did an impression of a drummer doing uh, Pass My Doobie on that.
3: Um, Okay, here's today's top booze news. Check me out. Look what I'm drinking.
1: Booze. You see this? Oh, cacti. Oh, I've heard of this. You know who it is? Who it is? Sprite.
3: Travis Scott. Oh, yes. Give ah. me the loot, baby. Cactus Jack himself. I see. Cacti. I've drinking in lime, strawberry, pineapple, agave spiked seltzers brought to yeah. us by the rapper himself. Wow. And um, they have 7% alcohol.
2: Ooh. Ooh, okay.
3: So that's only topped by White Claw Surge is 8%. That's maybe the the only one that's higher than this.
1: Um, Bud Light Platinum also is coming out with a seltzer that's higher proof than normal Bud Light seltzer.
2: One day, we'll all be at a party. You're going to go to a party, and it's just going to be, okay, bring your one seltzer to drink for the whole night because it's 100 fucking ABV, and you don't just need the one. It's funny too that I
3: feel like we're the trends are happening in both directions at the same time. We're like low alcohol content is kind of hip right now and then also high. So we're just turning into a menu of percentages where you're going to order a beer and be like, mm, 7.1 for me, please.
2: <laughs> Tim, it's the internet. There's anything you want is at your fingertips.
3: They made a big deal of it being agave. So it's sweetened. There's there's more calories in it than your other seltzers. These are 150 calories, three carbos.
1: It probably tastes good. The though.
3: flavors, it tastes just like the other ones. I mean, it's way more expensive. It's like double the price and they really? taste like White Claw. But I will say that the pineapple, they, they did something right with the pineapple. That tastes like a, like a nice actual fruit. Um, but here's where I got a ding, Travis. Cacti mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is the name of his agave drink. I looked it up. Technically, agave is not a cactus. It is a succulent Uh, oh man so you better change the name of this or i'm gonna go fucking sicko mood mood.
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna be in a sicko mood yeah hey travis come on the pod defend yourself i (laughs)
2: will i wonder if that um big huge rap star making millions of dollars uh gives a shit about that tim what do you think
3: um, I don't think he listens, but if we could get the word out to him, that would be awesome.
2: He he doesn't care. He likes because succulent is a weird thing to call your drink. I would say.
3: I think it's kind of uh, suggestive. <laughs> no. Um, did you guys watch his Netflix documentary? It's terrible.
2: No, I I know uh, it's know it exists though. So. Yeah, I, I couldn't get through it. It's like unwatchable. It's like he he crowd surfs. Oh my god, he crowd surfs. And then at,
3: <laughs> then like they don't really know what the arc of the whole movie is going to be, so then it's like he didn't win the Grammy. And You're like, "Well, this wasn't <laughs> this wasn't a Grammy, Doc. It was a crowd surf, Doc." But he crowd
1: surfed. A great hip hop doc is uh, The Carter on Lil Wayne. Oh yeah. Uh, when when like his oh, yeah. en- his entourage uh, confronts him about drinking scissorp, <laughs> And he kicks a guy out. It's great. we got to do an
3: episode about scissor. Let's do it. Codeine <laughs> cough syrup?
1: Yeah. I and think like we talked
2: about that once before, and it was, it was quickly shot down because of the codeine. It'll kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Kill
4: you, though? And we don't want
3: to die. I mean, if you drank a whole bottle, it's a
1: narcotic opioid. Yeah, but isn't there like a Robitussin Sprite Skittles version of this or something? Let's get that.
2: Oh, sure. You can put those things together, I think.
1: <laughs>
3: and also in booze news we got to talk about solid wiggles. Yeah, How about this, huh? We tried this cool thing. Our friend Jack Schramm launched a product of his own, solid wiggles. It's like jello shots, but they're beautiful cakes.
2: Yeah, it's a little, yeah, it's like a cake, I would just say like uh, 10 inches across, eight inches across. Yeah, I don't know the measurements. He sent one to each of us, and uh, it had little like flowers, sort of like frosting flowers in the middle of it. How are those... I had a, I had a. Those would look so cool, but I also had like a tough time imagining how that even happened.
1: I, I think it's like condensed yeah, because milk. when you
3: eat them, you don't. It's not like you're biting into a flower; it just disappears,
2: and you're like, "Hey,
1: where was yeah, that flower?" Yeah, it's gone. Like there was no, it didn't have any mass. It's gelatin, <laughs> like anything
2: else.
3: Well, it was beautiful, and it was fun to be eating a Jello shot, but feel like it looked like a fancy Easter treat or something, mm-hmm. yeah. and um. We all tried the Stunner, which was the uh, Blanco tequila and citrus flavor one. There's also yeah. like a Campari orange one, but I loved it. And it made me really think about how much I liked the taste of tequila. Like the actual taste of tequila is mm. good, mm-hmm. at least in jello form.
2: It, the, the taste, you know, when you have a jello shot and you, you're like, oh, jello, and you drink it or eat it, and it's like, oh, that's a lot of vodka in there. Mm-hmm. This, uh, you got the hint of the tequila, but I didn't feel like it was overpowering at all. Well, it's a nice grapefruit lime, I think. Yeah, was the
1: other yeah. stuff. Because
3: originally, it. I feel like in high school and stuff, when I had Jello shots, the whole concept is to just like get it down, squeeze the little cup, and tumble it down your throat, and you're mm. trying to not even taste vodka because you don't like drinking it, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then later you feel buzzed, and then like Jello shots, I feel like I'm always sort of like spinning the cup around my tongue, trying to get out the little bits of Jello.
2: Yeah, Jello yeah. shots are tough.
1: They're tough. This one, you, you chop it up into little wedges and you give them to give them out at a little gathering.
2: Yeah, and <laughs> and uh, Schrammer, I'm in New York. He's in New York.
1: Delivered to my doorstep himself. My God, oh, that's nice. Yeah, nice. Guy. And he'll do it for everyone who <laughs> everyone who orders. <laughs> yep. at Solid Wiggles. Check him out, baby.
3: <laughs> and if he says no, then they're also on Goldbelly. Uh, but I say get him to hand deliver. It's better. The wiggle with the squiggle, and that. Pretty much does it for bip, bip Bip
1: Bip. Hey, a pretty good segment. Pretty good segment yeah. today. Yeah. Thank you. A segment that that's really uh stuck around on this uh, podcast. I'll do a quick update. This this isn't really a booze news. This is just uh you guys had asked me about an update on the Singapore sling. How how would you feel after drinking a lot of them? Oh yeah. Oh. yeah. How would you sleep? I can tell you after drinking three and a half, I slept like dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> You got a you
3: got a juice belly, huh? Didn't
2: yeah, you? Yeah, big old pineapple juice belly.
1: I didn't think it was possible. You did, didn't
2: you? And you didn't think you would, but you did. Swishing around. It probably sounded like you're sleeping on a waterbed. Mhm. <laughs> I can't remember if I slept well that night.
1: Probably did. Just check your dream journal. <laughs> oh yeah.
3: I had a dream that night that uh you know, Mike and Jeff are being mean to me again. They're always mean to me on the pod. And now they're finally killing me. <laughs> Every week they, they clown on me. I'll clown on them. I'll clown on them.
2: Oh. For once. <laughs> For once. Oh, once in my miserable life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For once in my shitty little life. <laughs> Their
3: lives will be shitty too.
1: <laughs> well, you guys want to hear about the drink of the day?
3: Yes, I want to hear about the, uh, the drink. D of O the, the D day, and I'll give you a heads up, word of warning: hmm. I'm not going to do it yet. But based on the name of this drink, I might at some point in a pod reference the TV show
1: uh, Kung, Kung Fu. Fu. And okay, okay, <laughs> we'll be ready to bleep that out. <laughs> uh, well, you might remember I did the intro for the Hurricane. Who could forget a yeah. French Quarter classic? So at this point, I'm sort of uh, I'm sort of like the New Orleans guy on the pod. You know I mean? okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 I see it. True. I see that people say that. I think. Yeah, yeah. I've never been there in real life, but on the pod, it's sort of like this is sort of canonically my thing. <laughs> right, right, right. Tim has a
2: story where he walked, I think, 17 miles in that town. But yes, I do think. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, I think don't, of don't, you as no, the Mike? Mike,
1: Mike, you're getting away from the point. Getting away from the point. I'm more like the New Orleans guy. Yeah. And okay. Good. See, I get that. Folks, we're talking the Grasshopper. Oh! Woo. Well, I'm excited for this one. It's a New Orleans classic from the French Quarter. Uh, another, would you believe it, Prohibition Times drink. uh uh-huh. okay. With a similarly foggy backstory. <laughs> what I've been able to piece together online, there's a, uh, restaurant called Two Jacks. I hope I'm saying that right, because yeah, I thought it looked more like Two Jacques, because it's French. But they say two jacks. Tim, have you heard come across this? I thought it was two Jacques, but two if, if they say two jacks, then you shall say I, two Jacques. I'm gonna say two Jacques because that that looks more sounds more French to me. Yeah, I like Jacques better. Yeah. Jacques. yeah, right. So okay, there's a lot of there's a lot of French names in here, so bear with me, folks. <laughs> I know I'm the New Orleans guy, but <laughs>
3: <laughs> Oh, I wish I wasn't the New Orleans
1: guy. Oh boy. <laughs> this is gonna go badly, yeah. Filbert Guichet. <laughs> Yeah? And his family purchased this bar from the Tujocks in the 1910s. Filbert himself was a like a bartender. He used to compete in cocktail competitions up in New York City. Mm -hmm. This drink was created by Filbert up in New York City, and he took home the second prize for the Grasshopper. Mm -hmm. And he took it home proudly to Tujocks, where locals order it to this day. (laughs) Do you know what he lost to? No! The beer! <laughs> so here's, the, here's yeah. the thing. There aren't a lot of written records about the drink due to Prohibition. And also, Toujacs didn't have written menus till even later than that. Oh. So there's not a lot of proof about it going back to this guy Philbert. But food historian Poppy Tooker says <laughs> you could get one at Toujacs, quote-unquote one way or another from 1919 onward. Ooh.
3: One way or another?
1: Hmm. That's prohibition, baby. Yeah. I don't want it just one way or
3: the other. I want it from Filbert.
1: Filbert <laughs> Guichon.
3: It's cool that this is a New Orleans one because I've never had it. I've not had. I've, you know, been aware of it forever. And you always hear of it sort of as a, um almost like a drink to make fun of, you know, like, you know, like, oh, yeah. grasshopper is too uh, sweet yeah. or whatever.
1: Guilty pleasure. Which is
3: dumb because it's like, it's an after dinner drink, much like the, the Brandy Alexander or the Golden Dream you have this like for dessert, so there's no need to knock it, but I sort of picture it as this sort of like um Betty Crocker recipe like 1950s post-war Eisenhower era, like a perfect housewife making like mm, yes. after dinner drinks. Have you yeah. have your do you follow that Instagram account, 70s dinner party?
1: Yeah, and they're all like gross weird like hot dogs cut them into like smiley faces and <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah>. shit. <laughs> it's a, it's a lot of like
3: ham shaped in the food with like cream cheese <laughs> eyes and stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and
2: they're, they're like – the the photo – the the film they use too is like 70s film or whatever they used yeah. at the time in the 70s. So it even looks right. more it's like drained of color. and light. <laughs> Everything is texture.
1: like t- tones of orange and brown.
3: <laughs> but I sort of think of a grasshopper, you know, because it seems like it's going to taste like a thin mint. Mm. So then when you say it's New Orleans and it's Prohibition era, it does make sense. It's like, oh, of course there was like cool French creme de menthe and there's fancy – creme de cacao and all that shit. And they just did a fancy French cool version of it. Yeah. They they could do that with anything.
2: I, I, this is a drink where I thought like when I heard of the mint julep, this is kind of what I thought this was. Me too. Yes. Uh,
3: Jessica said the same thing that, and I remember us talking about that in the julep episode is we were surprised. It's just like whiskey with mashed up (laughs) leaves in it. We thought it was going to be like sweet and green,
1: like a mint Mm -hmm. thing, not a whiskey, something that tastes like mint and not whiskey. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, even I think back then, the ingredients were less common. Creme de menthe came about in the late 1800s. Creme de cacao came out in the late 1500s. So these are old-ass ingredients. Oh. And cream, cream is as old as cows. <laughs> the cow itself. As old as the cow. <laughs> and uh, the best thing about this, equal parts, baby, no math. Oh, I, I saw that and I I fainted. I love it. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's, uh, I'm, uh, but I'm, I'm, Picturing so, like I'm in my the taste buds of my brain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> picturing uh, something that tastes like a milkshake, like a shamrock shake. Oh oh, yeah. sh- oh I love shamrock
3: shakes. That's what I, I love. Want. Thin mints. I'm gonna love this thing. I-,
2: I know. I like thin mints. I like the mint chocolate
1: chip ice cream. Ooh, yeah. This is sort of a sloppy boy's extended universe stuff, but we did a Twitch live stream for Saint Patrick's Day. Tim, you were kind enough to pick up me up a shamrock shake. Oh, yeah. And we put some Jameson in those bad boys, and it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah.
3: It was really good, and it was, it was good either way. Like, you could put one shot in, and you're having a gentle drink, or you could put, like, ten shots in. And it was still good.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, I love those shammy shakies.
1: As we go to make our official IBA grasshoppers, mm. we'll be preparing two-thirds of an ounce creme de cacao, mm. white, there's also a dark version. If you want that green, you're gonna want that white. <laughs> Two thirds of an ounce, creme de menthe. Two thirds of an ounce, fresh cream. Pour all ingredients into a shaker filled with ice. Shake briskly for a few seconds. Strain into a chilled cocktail glass. Now this is one that's up, but since it's creamy, I think I'm okay with no ice. Oh my God, yeah, i so like you relieved
2: you'd... that you're okay with this. <laughs> like with a white russian that has ice in it but it feels strange to put a ice and put an ice cube in this yeah
1: weird chocolate mint like creamy guy yeah Mm. yeah you're you're gonna enjoy that jeff i think who knows i would never had you think so
2: (laughs) i I think so but who knows (laughs) it's gonna be the worst shit i've ever had in my life (laughs) all right well shall we
3: i i hope i love it
2: me too folks we'll be right back
1: talking grasshoppers uh guys what's the first thing you notice about these bad boys it's green Tis green jeff i wore all <laughs> green today too hey you did look at you yeah uh this thing is nickelodeon green folks yeah, shockingly it's-
3: green and i'm happy that we got because i almost talked us into using the dark brown cacao that we had left over from brandy alexander and then jeff you mm-hmm. said tim let's do it right Let's do it once and do it
2: right. I wonder what that would look like with the brown in there. It would, like, What's green and brown look like? Probably just darker <laughs> brown.
3: Um, a certain vomitous substance that I
2: won't go into. <laughs> this, this looks like, like if you put chocolate chips in here, it would look like uh, mint ice cream. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. Well, let's get into it. Shall now. we? Oh, it smells good. Yes. Yes.
4: <laughs>
2: mm. Oh, mm. Oh, Wonderful.
4: Wow.
2: Wonderful. Shamrock shake, baby. Yep.
1: <laughs> this is exactly what I thought it would taste like. <laughs> and what I thought the mint julep would taste like. Right. You know, I think I thought
3: I stole a little nip of uh, Tim. the creme de menthe. Creme de menthe? Creme de menthe? What are we going to stay on here? Malfe. Minty, creamy? <laughs> Moth. I stole a little sip of it, and alone it kind of tasted like... um. Gum, you know, it was that minty. Mouthwash,
2: mm-hmm. scope. It tastes like mouthwash, mine did. But
3: then when you get this, you, you get the cacao and the cream in there. Oh, wow.
1: uh, yeah. Uh Yeah, I took a little sip of the cacao, mm. and it gave me flashbacks to the Bud Light ugly sweater pack <laughs> because I'm not used to chocolate being in a clear liquid form. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not? It just seems uh, like there's some,
2: ugh, some mad science going on. There's you'll you'll see pictures of this drink and there's like uh, chocolate shavings in it. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh, That seems very appropriate. I I wanted a. I wish I had like a thin mint as a garnish to put on the side.
4: Ooh,
3: Um, or Reese's cups. I would do that. A thin mint garnish. Mm -hmm. Now, Mike, Mm -hmm. I know you get you get a lot of crap about. The, your substitutions and your execution of the drink that <laughs> mm-hmm. to me looks textbook it, right now it looks like you've
2: nailed it hard to screw up you go to the store creme de cacao they have one brand Do you own de menthe one brand <laughs> yeah did you did you do Hiram Walker no I did something well the bottle's not in front of me but I think it's called uh
1: I should go get it because I want to see what it's called hold on yeah Take yeah yeah week. uh Tim and I got uh the Hiram Walker, which is the company that just makes like bottom shelf, any flavor liqueurs. Yeah.
3: And I think we should uh, give uh, Hiram Walker a big shout out because that's a, I love that I label. Got, what do you got? It's there?
1: such a staple. Yeah.
2: What do you got, Mike? Creme de menthe, I got Koolson's.
1: Let's see it. Hold <laughs> it up. Be proud of it. Cool. Yeah, Koolson's. Oh, oh, yeah. That's a.
3: I have the orange Coolsons cacao brand. of this brand. and oh.
2: That's a nice big jug. And then the creme de cacao, creme de cacao is lords, (laughs) L-L-O-R-D-S. Think of all the grasshoppers you could make with those two giant bottles of obscure liqueurs. (laughs) I was, I was like, when I was buying these, I was like, God, boy, I hope I can find a small one. I was like, no way. I barely found one of them.
3: Those are going to be done by the end of the week.
2: (laughs) You know, it's funny. I went into the first place and, you know, this section, it's not the first place I went into it had like, a full wall of tequila, a full wall of gin, a full wall of whiskey. Mm-hmm. And then like one wall of just like all the miscellaneouses. And what do I see there? But like the uh, Fernet, I saw all mm-hmm. the cacaos, I saw all these things like I'd heard about in this podcast, which I've been substituting. I was like, this is where yes. they've all been hiding away. That's the place. The oddities.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um. At Cap & Cork, I saw the fancy um, – I, I looked at some YouTube videos of what fancy bartenders used to make this. And yeah, there are like these glorious-looking bottles of these mm-hmm. liqueurs that come from France, and they're $45, uh, so I didn't buy them. Wow. But then we've talked about – not by name, but we've talked about Hiram Hiram Walker before, mm-hmm. and that's the brand – I think when we were talking about Triple Sec – when you buy a bottle of triple sec that just has the cartoon orange on it, it's, <laughs> yes. uh, it's Hiram Walker. And I was just looking them up and it's, it's great. It's great looking at their whole line because it's all blue shit and green shit and <laughs> dumb shit. <laughs> but here's what uh, was interesting. I'm looking at uh, the Wikipedia page right now. Hiram Walker is a guy. He was like a Canadian liquor baron mm. and he's the guy that invented Canadian club whiskey. And that is like their mm. bread and butter Wow. But then they also, um, some little side business they have are all these stupid schnapps and liqueurs that they
1: sell for like really cheap. Isn't that kind of a bummer for Hiram that like Canadian club whiskey is, that has prevailed. Yeah. And he's got his name on this sort of like bottom shelf fruity stuff.
3: $11 bottles of sugar. um, Mm. It's probably what put him in the grave. (laughs) <laughs>
2: yeah. these things are only 30 proof
1: i'm seeing okay yeah they're pretty yeah, weak they're this whole thing flavors. is flavors as a dessert drink yeah i should have said that in the open i think you did
3: isn't it kind of weird with these liqueurs it's like you could also just get these flavors from syrups like you could use hershey syrup it's kind of yeah not worth it just to have like 15 percent alcohol and use a liqueur
4: right but hey right. whatever
3: um no here's a fact that <laughs> i'm looking at right now Canadian Club Whiskey was really – it was just called Club Whiskey and it was a big hit in Canada, Club Whiskey. Ah. But then American distillers banded together and they lobbied to get it so that all imports had to put their country of origin into the <laughs> name.
2: Uh, right. As a
3: sort of like, stay out of my country. Will you buy American whiskey? Oh, wow. And uh, – so Club Whiskey became Canadian Club and it didn't affect them. It was still a huge hit and people in America are like, oh, I love Canadian Club.
2: Right, because that, that almost makes it seem more alluring because it's like, oh, it's from a different yeah. country. It's oh, Canadian. from
3: the, the Great White North doing something
2: we I don't know about.
4: <laughs>
2: the creme de menthe looks like uh, food coloring when I was like pouring it out. Yeah. It's like that.
1: Oh, it's dark. Like when it's in the bottle, I couldn't even tell if it was green. It looked like brown or red or something. And then, uh, you know, as soon as it hits that cream... You get that neon. Yeah, this is this looks like Ghostbusters Ninja Turtles green. It's whoa. Well, speaking of Ghostbusters, Tim's uh, has gone the
2: way of Slimer. Oh he's gone. <laughs> His drink is gone, and Slimer moves fast. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, no need to explain. <laughs>
2: yeah. No. Okay. That's that was. I drank this easy. drink the way that Slimer eats hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, who we've talked about this? Uh, we've had this idea before. Who do you think drinks these? Like, who comes to mind when you drink these, when someone drinks these? Children. Oh.
3: <laughs> Small <laughs> kids. I I picture it as a family is out to uh, dinner at uh, TGI Fridays. Not the old TGI Fridays, mm. the current TGI Fridays. Yeah. And then the mom says, I think I'll have a grasshopper.
2: It's Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Uh-huh. It, this feels like an old lady drink to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. uh because it's not very strong and it's a, like someone who would actually would get a dessert drink.
1: Oh, uh, like yeah, the, yeah. it was
2: part of their what was part of their like growing up was
1: d- dessert drinks. Who grew up with dessert drinks? Just like silent generation folks. Right. You know, like truly old like grandparents. M- yeah. m- right. Older than boomers.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I I want to bring it back. I think it's cool yeah. if if I were out to dinner with you guys and then they say uh, sirs, well, your dinner, your your dessert order, and you guys are like
4: the cheesecake.
3: Oh, I'll have the I'll have the chocolate cake, yeah. and then all then suddenly it's all down to Tim. Tim, yeah. we ordered. What are you gonna get?
2: <laughs> so to impress the waiter, mm-hmm.
3: all eyes on me, and I say, um,
4: actually,
1: I'm gonna have an after dinner cocktail. Wow! The restaurant rips into applause.
4: Yeah, <laughs> that's got the guy it. From the
1: pod. Waiter's like, "Sir,
3: are you sure you you've just eaten five steaks? I don't think you
2: <laughs> have." Did you enjoy deep. your Arby's, sir?
3: <laughs> Did you enjoy your trough of shit, you <laughs> idiot?
1: <laughs> More chicken fingers. You guys want to hear about the ice cream version? Yeah, yeah baby. Well. Closely associated with Wisconsin's supper clubs, due to Wisconsin's booming dairy industry, mm. you might have heard of the grasshopper as more of a milkshakey dessert, more of a soft servey dessert, even piled oh. high. <laughs> Benedetti's Supper Club in Beloit, 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 Wisconsin. Beloit, Wisconsin. I, that- I'm guessing I go with what? I'm making supper. a grasshopper guess, if you know what I mean. Yeah, oh yeah. I think it's Eau Claire in Beloit, Wisconsin. Uses three quarters of a gallon of ice cream for one drink. <laughs> oh, Whoa, no. this thing's piled high.
3: <laughs> you, guys, you guys, you ever been to Wisconsin?
1: Never.
2: I think I have Madison. I've been to yeah Milwaukee. I've been, to... been to Milwaukee, seen <laughs> the the Fonzarelli statue on the river. I'll tell you what I love
3: about uh, Wisconsin, and maybe get a little bit of this in uh, Minnesota too. I love when a like a, and speaking of drinking, the 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 bars. When there's like a corner bar that's in a residential neighborhood, I feel like New York and California are very rigid about commercial zones versus residential zones. But in Wisconsin, I feel like you're like walking through a suburb and then there's like a house on the corner with
1: With like a a grain
3: belt light in the window. And you're like, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to go in there and uh, have a MGD. And that's what you want. I wish I had that in my neighborhood.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's cool.
3: For me – I'm either drinking in my house or I'm out on the Sunset Strip.
1: Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Dressed to the nines. Bottle service. <laughs> I got a all white through the tux pandemic. and
3: tails. <laughs> bottle service out in the street.
2: <laughs> Tap dancing, walking down the street. Well, you guys, this is our first time having but you guys know, uh, you know the the musical artist, Peter, Peter Gabriel?
3: Oh,
1: sure. Yes. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Sledgehammer. Well, he used to... Right, exactly. So he used to um, <laughs> the sledgehammer himself. The sledgehammer himself. Yeah, he had other songs too. Unique videos in the eighties, uh, early nineties. Sure, mm. very
4: unique.
3: I mean, we don't even have to go into. I mean, he was in Genesis for years and years, but we don't have to get into that's that. Right,
2: that's right. And in, he's an English. Or he minute,
3: was into Genesis, Sega Genesis. He played a lot. Continue, right. Mike.
2: Right. So he, you know, when when that song Sledgehammer, thank you, Jeff, was like getting big and was like he was touring with it. And that was a song, you know, he always had to play because it was on the album. Mm -hmm. He was with a band that didn't they well, they didn't treat him with respect. Let's just say that. And (sighs) interesting. Peter Gabriel. He had an incident. Peter Gabriel. Yeah. He had an incident where they were having grasshoppers and like no respect was given to him. Oh, mm-hmm. let's. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. So he he went at this one show he did. He kind of was like had it with his. He had it with his band and how they were treating him, and just he needed help. He needed to, like get the word out for someone to maybe help him somehow, or just get the word about how he was being treated. And uh, take a listen. I have a, a version of the song uh, here okay. that he that he did one night. Oh, great. Yeah.
4: I would like that green drink, but I don't know where it's been, my bandmates just made it, but I'm not sure they're my friends, all they do is prank me, but I'm the leader It's been going on for months now They put a rubber snake in my bed (laughs) I spent a full day crying When they said my dad was dead (laughs) Just want a drink This grasshopper But it's me quite strange Oh, Oh, did you put in a real grasshopper Why don't I get respect from you guys Oh, grasshopper You put a rubber snake in my hat (laughs) (laughs) I really like you guys Treat me like that Sprink (laughs) Sprink 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 Uh
1: yeah.
4: I'd like to have it But I don't trust my band You put a Bucket on my head And you Kicked me In the balls from behind. (laughs) You turn the lights off. When I was in the bathroom, I peed on my jacket. (laughs) My brand new jacket, my cousin gave it to me for Christmas. I want the drink. But I assume you guys put a real grasshopper, or a cricket in it, <laughs> or a worm, Ooh, uh, yeah. you've done worse before, oh, why don't you guys be nice to me, oh, I'm nice to you, we got five more months of this tour, oh,
3: <laughs> dang. Wow, that was like some yeah. of the least least amount of respect I've ever witnessed that they were giving yeah. to
2: him. Yeah, right, from a backing band, sure. And you could tell, you knew it was live because you heard the backup singers singing what they usually sing in the song. <laughs> yeah. In the real song, but right, right, right. they weren't clued they in. They were
3: locked into the, their normal thing. Yeah, they were just
2: like, we don't know what he's doing, we're just going to do our usual thing. Uh, but yeah, so he wanted a grasshopper and they didn't... Uh, they didn't, did I set that up correctly? Did you get what was going on there? <laughs> well, they, you, he wanted you a grasshopper, you, but you didn't trust it. Yeah, 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 because of all the pranks. Of pranks, yeah, it's okay. He had two ideas sort of happening at once, <laughs> right? <laughs> he did, he did, yeah. He, did. Yeah, he yeah, did, he did,
3: he did. I mean, one thing I, I totally followed like the song is normally Sledgehammer and this one was Grasshopper, and yeah, right. But, uh, but as far as worry, worrying about the pranks go, what, what is Sledgehammer really about? I, I don't think I've really listened to Sledgehammer's
2: verses, and yeah, it's a, a while. weird one, it's uh, I don't really know. It, it's, well, it's very kind of obtuse, it, let's just say
3: it's 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 easily adaptable to be about pranks, is probably. Way's <laughs> main thing, <laughs> mm-hmm. so he was able to. Do that's that. why.
1: That's why he chose to do that. He did that. He yes. chose
3: it.
2: He did what he did, and we love him for it. We love Peter Gabriel.
3: Well, it was still really good, and and I gotta say, um, you know, Harry Styles has been covering that song recently, and I gotta say, if he if he hears this grasshopper version he should be covering that because it's just as good if not better
2: it is just as good but here's the thing I think Harry Styles surrounds himself with a backing band that really likes him respects what he does right Uh, Right. that's the problem I think Peter Gabriel just didn't have the right guys
4: yeah
1: man the right group and like coming from Genesis and like I don't know I don't know how they broke up or whatever but you would think coming from Genesis and going on on your own you'd want a band that you could rely on right yeah yeah,
2: that sucks. Because you're out there alone, basically. It's your name on the marquee. It just really sucks. Yeah, it just sucks. It sucks
3: for him, and he's probably thinking back, hey, Phil Collins, you know, isn't so bad in retrospect. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. And the yeah. other guy? Re- well, I like retro him, too.
4: <laughs>
2: McGruff over there. Well, he was pissed. He was pissed. He was
3: pissed, <laughs> he was pissed off. Retro, <laughs> fuck.
2: During the song there, I finished my uh, grasshopper. You did, didn't you? I did, too. I did, didn't I? Yeah. Hey,
3: Mike, is that a margarita glass? Yes it is. Why didn't you use that fucker on margarita week?
2: Couldn't find it and I don't like <laughs> margaritas. And yeah, you do. but I could You decided you do. Like the glasses. I don't like the margarita glass. Okay, good. Um, and uh, I didn't and I didn't know where my, know where my martini glasses are. Everything's uh, glasses are everywhere. Trayers are going missing. It's
1: it's a mess. My god.
3: Well, what do you say we make another round?
1: Yeah.
2: Ding
0: sure. ding. Sure. You're back Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
3: And we're back. Oh, hey, look at this. I made it with the dark cacao instead of the white cacao and it's still green ah. how
1: how it's still very green. creme de menthe is so know, green the green
3: it's just like so it has so much dye in it <laughs> and you know
1: cream is so <laughs> creamy yeah, <laughs> it, that's pro- true. it provides such a blank canvas yeah
3: well remember our brandy alexanders weren't brown so so maybe this dark cacao just doesn't have too much of the brown stuff in it
2: Mm. <laughs> That's true. I uh, I went with a beer. I, I didn't want to drink another one of those things again. Uh, too much. <laughs> it's it's just, The thought of drinking another one made me sick. <laughs>
3: Michael. Well, tell me what, what type of beer you're having, at least.
2: Omission Brewing Company Pale Ale. Oh, yeah. Those are gluten-free. Gluten-free. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. They good. Yeah. The uh, Look, I lo- I'm going to just give you my review on the drink. I love yeah. the Grasshopper. Love it to death. Could not think of drinking another one. <laughs> Fair.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm, one, I'm one sip in and already it seems I'm like, oh, I guess I am doing a weird thing. I got a little wrapped up in it.
1: Yeah. I uh, made a big one the first time too. So this one is particularly uh, outstaying its welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not, it's funny because it's not
2: an order again for me, but I do like it a lot.
3: It's an order again in your life, but a
2: not, yes. it's not a second right. rounder. Yeah. Second rounder, exactly, exactly.
3: I, uh, I love it. I'm, a, yeah, same thing on the thing. Drinking two in a night is a weird move, and I'm realizing now I shouldn't finish this one. Sure. And, um, <laughs> and, and uh, I'm, it's nice to know, don't stress if you have the wrong cacao. They taste, I thought they were t- supposed to taste exactly the same, but I swear this one is more chocolatey.
2: Hmm. Don't stress anyway. I mean, that's like, you're worried about in a life. drink? Do in not. life, yeah. there, are, there are worse things
3: than having your cocktail yeah. be the wrong color.
1: Right. Worry about some things, not the color of your grasshopper. This drink is great. If you're, picture, you're 71 years old. You've just had a big <laughs> yes. dinner with your children and grandchildren. Mm. And now you're settling in to watch Wheel of Fortune <laughs> and Cheers. <laughs> the year is 1989. Yeah, mm. You're going to want a grasshopper. That sounds mm-hmm. appropriate. Maybe even more than one. Yeah. But for me right now... No, I'm, I'm good with one on these. And they're, and they're fine and <laughs> well and good. What
3: about New Orleans? When you picture uh, 1918, Toujacs down in mm. the French Quarter. Mm-hmm.
4: This, this mm. makes,
3: I guess this makes sense there. Um, it's like a restaurant, you know? So, so no one's drinking this at a bar bar.
1: Right. I'm looking up Tujac's. Two Tujac's two also serves it with a float, which is oh, not it's- uh, traditional. This is spelled much different than I thought it was. It's one word. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's why I was so confused. One word, two Whoa. shocks.
3: That's their catchphrase.
1: Oh, yeah. So they, they do a float of brandy. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I
3: think that this thing could be way stronger, and then it would slow me down. Yep. But with, with brandy, then, it's just a brandy Alexander with little mint. Yeah, that's okay. I think you're right about 1989, uh, oh. retiring to the living room after a family dinner. I could see myself around the holidays coming out with a tray of these and wowing people and saying,
2: yeah, they're grassy. This is a very holiday drink.
3: Especially if you're having too much other holiday stuff. That's like the other, the other holiday flavors that are well covered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the end of the holidays when it's, it's like almost new year's and you're kind of fucking sick of the whole fucking thing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: And you just want to eat and drink normal shit. That's maybe when I would say, I've got a nice winter green kind of a cocktail we can have.
2: It's more secular. Hey, this place looks, this two jocks looks really uh, fancy. I know. I was looking at pictures too. I, I,
3: It looks familiar to me. I definitely have not been inside, but I feel like I saw the sign during my wacky clomp
1: day. It, it wasn't part of your big carouse?
3: <laughs> uh, if, it, it would have been the, one of the main stopping points if I knew about it, but I think I went to Giacomo's. Hmm. Mm. Well,
1: well, there you have it. See you later, grasshopper. Grasshopper. Uh, Boing?
3: That, my friends, is the grasshopper. Mm-hmm. But now, well, no, no. we've reached a point of the show where it's time for Don't say it. Well, the Chocolate
2: Challenge! No! Oh Tim, you remind me of Wonka himself on this day.
3: <laughs> well, you know, we've been talking about so much about chocolate.
2: So much. Yeah. yeah cacao. cacao.
3: And all of that type of mm-hmm. thing. So, you know, that's where the chocolate challenge comes in. But,
2: uh-huh. you
3: know, sometimes in life. Uh-oh. Life just doesn't work out for you. You know, and and, <laughs> and sometimes in life. Mm-hmm. You spend $30 on a gag you think is going to be just for the perfect thing for your podcast, oh, no. but yeah. the whole affair just turns to
2: shit. Tim, that's a lot of money to spend. You said it wasn't a lot of money. You, that's and that's all
3: the money I have. I, I cleared I know, out. I
1: know. Oof,
3: the $30 tops uh, f- ah, for, the, for the whole thing. Here's what happened, folks. And, and you guys, we, we haven't even really connected about this. but I, I texted you the other day and I said, I'm sending you packages. Don't open them, but it's for the pod, and I'll make sure it's there in time. Uh And then, Mike, I sent you one, and the
2: weirdo mailman put it in a weird vestibule, and you can't get to it. I can't get to it. I can see it. I can't get to it. (laughs) And the person whose vestibule it is is clearly out of town because there's mail for them in the lobby that they have not picked up in a week. So.
3: Well, that's perfect. I'm happy for them. So I'm fucked on that front. Now over in the Dutton front, Jeff, oh, the mail got to you just fine. Just fine. fine. But then what did you do? Opened it immediately. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm fucked, but Mike doesn't know it's in the package. You tell him what was in there.
1: Mike, I'm going to show it to you right now. (sighs) Oh, boy. (laughs) See if you can read this over the Zoom.
2: It is... Chocolate covered grasshoppers. Oh, Tim. oh. oh man! Yeah. <laughs> so that—that <that's> that <laughs> is wonderful. That's something I've always you hear about as like a kid, and you're like, "No way, those are." <laughs> well, if no well, I ever had one, I would throw up just the idea of
3: it. The neighbor with the vestibule is going to be trying them very soon. <laughs> <laughs> but now the the chocolate challenge was going to be to to see. How, uh, who, which of you can eat more of these, <laughs> but yeah. now, no. ooh, uh, I think that the chocolate challenge just kind of turned into me and Mike, <laughs> both watching Jeff and, uh, daring you, uh, to eat one. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, Tim, you don't have one? I don't have one. No, I'm the, I'm the <laughs> quiz master. You I'm the, created the challenge. I'm the challenge festivities host. Oh, I, Tim, I don't like this. <laughs> I considered being, being a uh, real uh, Knoxville to you guys and just sending just edible grasshoppers which is gross but i went with the chocolate covered dark chocolate cover. Yeah, because of the cacao and, and what are your feelings on the topic jeff i'm not gonna i'm not gonna force you 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 can lose the challenge but no the, no the, if you accept the challenge
2: you win
1: i'll do it i'm just gonna read what's what else is on this bag what
2: are edible grasshoppers that aren't chocolate covered like just grasshoppers There's a whole world of it. Like
3: there's, there's fun kind of like Mexican flavors and there, and there's like lemon pepper and there's this and that. And then there's also ones where they just like literally just toasted it with salt and nothing else. Wow. But these are, I believe dipped in dark chocolate.
1: Yeah. So looking at the bag here up top, the brand is eco eat. Okay. Uh-huh. And you'll see it's underlined with like a sleek little little uh, curvy oh, l- line. Yeah. That curvy line is actually a millipede, very appetizing. Ooh. And then under ingredients, the first ingredient is dehydrated grasshoppers. That's uh, nice to see. They're
3: dehydrated. So they didn't even like really bake them or toast them. They just got the water out of them. <laughs> and then the allergy That's weird, that the whole company, it, everything eco eat, maybe they just only make insects. That's weird.
1: Wait, what's the allergy advice? Allergy advice: crustaceans.
3: Oh, mm. so I don't That's know. That's like a is lobster. A,
1: is a grasshopper considered a cr- crustacean?
3: It has an exoskeleton, does it not?
1: <laughs> I'm opening the bag right now, and I'll tell you if they don't. Uh, look, Tim, he doesn't study grasshoppers; he just eats them. <laughs> <laughs> if these look like grasshoppers, I'll be way more grossed out than if they're just like oh, little logs that I can't really yeah. tell are grasshoppers. I think they'll look like raisins. I think nets. it's just going to be like crunchy.
2: Jeff, yeah, I don't. the the guts aren't going to come
1: spilling out. Of okay, perfect. They're just blobs. <laughs> oh fuck.
3: Does it look like a like a like a movie theater candy? Like a
1: ooh, yeah. Take it out of the bag there. Yeah, I can't really. I got a nice big juicy one. Oh, they look like little turds. Ooh. <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay, so that's do. nice that you, you can't see any legs or antennae. No. But um, but it is kind of a, a turd shape. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Bottoms up. Now, steak, uh, chew it right on
2: Mike. Get right up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: Oh.
2: It looked like it was kind of hard to chew, Jeff. Is it hard? Oh, boy. Oh, hold on.
1: <laughs> Let me just get through this and we we'll talk.
4: <laughs>
1: oh, boy. Oh, gross. Mm, yeah, it feels like there's a bug in there. Can you feel the legs? Michael. Oh,
3: my God. <laughs> Mike, Michael. Now, what's the? T- does it have its own taste, or, or are you mainly? Is it crunchy
1: chocolate? I really tried to will myself into thinking that it tasted like a crackle. Ah, you know, like, you know, you remember crackle crunch bar, like a it's like, like a, ri- a crunch rice. bar with yeah. like yeah. rice inside. But here's the thing: different parts of it were like harder to get through than others. <laughs> so it definitely feels oh. like there's an or- oh. there's an organic mass in there. It's not just like a homogenized like oh, there's some rice in there. It's like. Oh, that must have been the head or whatever. I don't Did it taste different or just the idea of it was gross? Um, the mouthfeel was maybe the most discouraging thing. Otherwise, it does <laughs> sure. sort of taste like chocolate with maybe a little bit of an earthy tone to it. Okay. Oh, it tastes like okay. dark chocolate. There's no
3: sour splash because I one time at Salazar, uh, one of my favorite restaurants on earth, I got a spiked horchata and they put a cricket on top and it was mm. just toasted but not chocolate dipped. And it was pretty good, but it did have a, it had a, like a strong taste. It was like sour, Ugh. and I was surprised I liked it. Are, are You're not getting any like sour zing?
1: No sour zing, although I am finding little fibrous bits in my teeth and gums now, like little antennas. And legs. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole.
3: <laughs> well, Jeff, you have, you accepted and won the chocolate Yay! challenge.
2: I accept two, but I just couldn't do it.
3: Oh, so Mike also has won the chocolate yeah. challenge. <laughs> what
2: the Now uh, Jeff, in so it came in that big that big like silver bag, and then mm-hmm. you had like another Ziploc bag. Is that all that's
1: in there? Well, it actually came in this petri dish too to like protect them from getting smushed. Oh. So it goes big bag, petri dish, little bag. Yeah, that's not so eco-friendly, it doesn't sound like
3: it it it, it feels like it was made more in a lab than in a kitchen. Uh, it feels like
2: scientists got their hands on mm. some chocolate as opposed to some chefs yeah. got some bugs.
1: Look at the size of that bag versus the bag that it actually is filled with yeah, grasshoppers. <laughs> there's, there's probably like uh, maybe six more of those in there. But, you know, there's, there's, these are a specialized exotic treat. I'm not, you know, I'm not poo-pooing sure. that. Sure, sure,
3: sure. I mean, hey, it was $14, $14.99.
1: For real? Yep. I mean, Tim, I'm going to keep. I'm going to hold on to these because I can see myself reaching for them. <laughs> if I'm f- super fucked up <laughs> <laughs> oh you get the munchies
3: um, now Mike said he would garnish his grasshopper cocktail with a thin mint I say mm. here's what you do next time you have a chick go over to your place and you say how about some cocktails with mm-hmm. a, a very special garnish that matches the name of the cocktail and then <laughs> oh, there's a little turd mound on the side of the, tr- <laughs> the drink and you say, don't worry, it's not a turd. It's just a bug.
1: It's <laughs> oh, just a chocolate-covered bug. Where are you going? Oh, boy. And they, they are stuck in my teeth for sure. Bits of grasshopper. <laughs> nasty, nasty. going to some
3: brushing in there. Well, I commend you on, on eating uh, the, the grasshopper, both because of your adventurous spirit, but then also, this is
2: podcast gold. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. Did you hear the one where Jeff ate that bug? Yeah, I heard it. I didn't like it. It was an insect. (laughs) It was an
3: insect. I fast forwarded through and it was boring. Hey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's our show. Follow us on social media at the sloppy boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also be sure to check out our Patreon where subscribers can unlock the sloppy boys blowout our weekly bonus episode. That's patreon.com slash the sloppy boys. Thanks for listening folks. See you next week.
3: And don't forget that on the TV show Kung Fu, the old master says, yes, young grasshopper.
4: <gasps> he brought it up. He, he did, did it. He did. <sighs>